we've been still snaking our way around a parking lot. It's the Vocal Minority Podcast. Wait, why are we facing away from the stadium? Trust the process. All right. This podcast will help you get through the next long queue you have to get into for a Canada game. Is your voice. Yeah. Yeah, it should just about cover it, actually. <laughs> Set this up at the start of the queue. And uh, yeah. Really sure I heard someone say that last night. I spent half of VMP in this line. <laughs> when you can mm-hmm. measure when you can measure how long it takes to get somewhere. Oh, we've heard that before. <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right. Well, hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Vocal Minority Podcast, the podcast that loves a good parking lot party. On uh, this week's show, we celebrate a glorious victory debate the merits of using the same number for all of the light stands check in on bulgarian footy look ahead to tfc and more now to this week's panel smart enough to show up really early it's duncan fletcher Mm, not quite it's actually not smart enough to show up early enough to find a place to get some food in Liberty Village. Aww. So we decided, oh, fuck it, we'll just go to the stadium and eat there and sit about for half an hour or so afterwards, I guess. Aww. And uh, so, yeah, I turned up at the stadium at 6.30 and uh, just about got in in time. Wow. $12 pizza. You had a $12 <laughs> pizza. And the, uh, the buffalo tenders. They're oh. kind of weird. Oh. But, yeah. mm. Isn't buffalo like a really lean meat anyway? So. hey yo. Uh, he would like everyone to look at him. Say hello to Mark Hinckley. Okay, that was not intended when I shouted it out. <laughs> I was doing a gag, and when I hit it, hit that line, and 20 heads turned around. Sorry, that's not what that was about. I'm doing a bit. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I can't. And how loud that stadium was. <laughs> I know. Suddenly there was a pocket of silence. How, how, I mean, I, I dream of those pockets of silence. I'm like, what would I say in that, in that moment? And I did not expecting there would be one because it was loud last night. It was incredibly, it was very loud, loud, but uh, 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 I'm, I'm, I just, I just, I'm just going to say if, uh, if uh, Kristen, if you're going to do any more business with uh, Electric City FC, can you please let me know in advance? That would be great. Thank you. I want a scarf. Okay. Uh, he thinks the southwest corner of the parking lot is the best corner of the parking lot. Welcome to Tony Walsh. I'm alarmed with how many people know that I'm a real boy now. <laughs> <laughs> I think most people thought I was like a, a really highly advanced uh, AI vocal crack. Yeah. Yep. Mark has been like marionetting from behind the scenes. Paid actor. I've heard paid actor a lot. So, oh, I like I like I, that. I like actually. I could probably get other gigs <laughs> on other podcasts. <laughs> sure. Hey, hey. I'm not a podcast panelist. I just play one on a podcast. It's the zip zap guy. Yeah, he's the zip zap guy. Come on. Mm. Sorry, sorry. If you would like Zip Zap Guy to come to your party, just contact hey, us hey. at the BMP and we can arrange something for you. Birthdays, bar mitzvahs, funerals. <laughs> He'll do it all. Zip Zap. Miles extra. Make us diarrhea. Uh, anyway, as for me, next time I'm going to reserve my spot in line because that's apparently what you do. I am your host, Kristen Knowles, and now to our show. 
All right. Obviously, first up, it is CanCon. It's pretty much always CanCon, but we have to talk about all of this first. And we don't get the back of the store, Kristen. No. If we start talking about TFC now, people are going to turn it off. But we have something exciting at the end of the show, so you have to listen to the very end. So there. Mm. Um, All right. The Canadian men's national team, uh, the October qualifying window is now slam shut and my hands sorry quick someone get the window open (laughs) basically that's 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 a very good uh canadian men's national team roller coaster it was a roller coaster it was a roller coaster of emotion um so Two draws and a glorious victory where one of the draws felt like it should have been a win and the other one felt like it was a loss. Uh, sort of standard football <laughs> emotional highs and lows. Uh, but the match in Mexico, which is the one that we were all fairly doom and gloom about. Um, I, I did appreciate that we got called out <laughs> for being wrong. <laughs> So that was nice. Thank you. Thank you, listener, for pointing out the errors of our ways. Mm. But honestly, come on now. Um, we, we were wrong just in our predictions of the score? Or... Yes, yes, yes. Mm. But yeah, in fact, I can't deny that. I, yes. I, um, I do still kind of stand by the whole... Oh, me too. Yeah, I 100% probably, thought they were going to lose. Should have, uh, uh, you know, should have probably been sort of resting some players for the Jamaica game. But hey, it worked out. Well, yeah, they were missing players. But anyway, it uh, was such a surprise, that match, um, to see, to to, to honestly think by the end of the match that, you know what, they should, they probably should have won that. Or they played well enough to have won it. Mm -hmm. Um, Maybe should is, is a loaded word, but what a ridiculous and fun match and sort of a, before before the Jamaica match, although the Jamaica match had its own set of issues, but kind of um, not heartening, but sort of like confirms a lot of what this this particular team for Canada can do and is capable of. Um, you know, it's not not everything that we do when we talk about this team is just rose colored glasses. There is there is a foundation to it, so this helped, I think, prove that. Not, you know, indubitably, it's not like, ah, they are now the best team in CONCACAF. That's not true at all, but that they are one of the best teams in CONCACAF. And I think that that is something that we can start saying and not feel like we're just being, you know, positive or or being homers or whatever, right? Mm -hmm. They are legitimately very much in with a shout of uh, getting that third place and very much part of that whole sort of second layer of clubs beyond Mexico and the US. Costa Rica, Panama, Honduras. Yeah, we're definitely at that level. Are we going to end up at the top of that level? I'm not entirely sure, but it's plausible and we belong. Both of which are steps up from a a few months back. So great. Well, that's the other thing, like Duncan, that's actually a really good point to see that the squad itself has continued to progress. Um, you know, what we saw in the gold cup wasn't, wasn't a fluke. 
you know, like the strong performances, the ones where they, when things were clicking, but that this team, the squad has evolved since the spring and Mm -hmm. that they are, they're building on those performances and learning, you know, what's going to work and how to change things around during a match and stuff. And it's, it's, that's really, you know, that's hugely important. You know, your team should never be static. Um, but to see a group of talented players getting better, it's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, but Mexico, not only did they not lose, they scored a goal at the Azteca. It was awesome. It was so great. It's been a while. It's yeah, it's been a while. <laughs> What like 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 two or three games? Was it one or two? Oh, it, 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 mm, it, a few. Yeah, maybe a, maybe right, a few. Right, right, right. More than put, that. Put, the, put this put this into context, okay? If I'm currently forty five years old, how mm-hmm. old would I have been the last time they scored a goal? Four. Oh, so like a long while. Could have used the word <laughs> long. Cause I've I don't know about you, but I've graduated a couple things since then. <laughs> like well like done, Mark. a few. <laughs> thank thank you, Duncan. I appreciate that. Um, I wasn't really fishing, but you know, Brock <laughs> University. I mean, I'm here for you. You um, might as well fish. Go for it. <laughs> uh, yeah, that is. It was not surprising, but staggering at the same time to hear that little fact. Uh, man, and I mean. It, they should like you've already covered this. They should have won that. Well, and the other the other thing um, is that they came back to tie it up, so they went down at the Azteca and came back yeah. and tied the game up, and then continued to play well, and again looked like you know they they certainly again could have won that match. They played well enough to win that match, and. That's the other part is that it wasn't, oh shit, we just got scored on at the Azteca. Like, you know, the half isn't even half over. Let's drop our heads. This And, and they didn't. And that was what was just such a great thing to watch. Um, and Jonathan Osorio to score a goal. That was very nice. Cause again, we've talked about, he's been, he's been hit and miss, um, for club and country but he had a very good game was a very nice goal great ball through from alfonso davies all of those wonderful things and they're just it's just one of those matches that you if you haven't for whatever reason if you haven't watched it go back and watch it that one is worth re-watching there is so much to to enjoy um from that except for of course the watching players get yellow cards so they can't play in jamaica um but other than that, it was delightful. Other than that. Hey, getting yellow cards there so you can't play in Jamaica means that you can't get your second yellow card in Jamaica so you can't play against Panama. Right, so, uh, right. Yeah, I forgot, yeah. Duncan. I, I keep forgetting. You're always on top of these things. Good man. Genius. Thank you. Four-dimensional chess. That, that, guy, <laughs> that guy is master strategist. Truly, he's out here living in the year three thousand. Well, he is an owner, you guys. Like, come on. Yeah, I, I, I learn 
at your feet, Duncan, all the time. Thank you, Mac. Yeah, I, uh, I appreciate that feedback. I feel nice now. So everyone is, you know, riding the high of the, the, the glorious tie at Azteca where they could have won, played well enough to win, all those things. And then, all right, so going into Jamaica, playing in a stadium with no fans against a team that is demoralized, having a terrible tournament so far. Um, so massive chips on their shoulders, back against the wall. Um, did not know exactly how bad that pitch was going to be. Holy crap. Ah, I remember Literally. back in the day. Um, back in the day. Um, <laughs> that was fine. Yeah, for, 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 for what? For us? For professionals? Yes, for you know, some professionals. I mean, you don't have to go that far back to That's see when true. pitches were actually shit. Now it's all... Emo you know, about this, 10 oh, years ago. There's a little yeah. bit of a divot here or there. Oh, no, this is terrible. Come on. Well, I this pitch was more than a little bit of a divot. It was enough that it yeah. changed how they played. It was enough that it changed how they played, which did not work in Canada's favor, right? Like, they're used to, you know, long, you know, nice passes, smooth transitions... This was, and this was always going to be like a choppy match um, because again, Jamaica had a lot to fight for. It was going to be a physical match. There wasn't going to be a lot of easy give and take. And um, yeah, it was tough to watch in that Canada couldn't find a way to transition their game um, and shift their game plan around to offset you know, what they were dealing with in terms of uh, the play of Jamaica as well as the pitch. So was that a gritty draw or a disappointing loss of two points? It's only mainly disappointing because they were dominant for stretches and had, you know, more talent on the pitch. I mean, but going back to saying, how, you know, how it, took away their style of play because of the pitch. Well, they probably got three more of those, you know, to go. So they should probably figure out a way if, if that's going to be the case of changing their game plan, they better have a plan B for bad pitches then because there's more on the way. Uh, I, I would say both to your okay. question, Kristen, uh, you know, in obviously getting a result on the road, what have you, all that sort oh, of thing. Huge. Yeah, by you know, general Canadian standards, uh, yeah, well, this is good. Yes, it's progress. But, you know, by standards of wanting to finish in the top three and maybe needing to get every point you can squeeze out of games against the weaker teams, it was a disappointment. And if that means I'm in some kind of newbie, then fine. Some kind of what? Newbie, I think he's he's sub podcasting. It's not even sub tweeting yes, now. Um, he's sub podcasting. Sub podding. Ah, there was, we go. Uh, particularly dismissive of everybody who didn't love the fact that we got a nil nil and thought we maybe could do better. <laughs> That's a ridiculous opinion, apparently. All right, I want to know more about the sub casting thing because I, 
I think we, if we didn't already have niches, I think we've got a new one. We've got a new niche. Okay. Papa's, Papa's got a brand new niche. Yeah. So, Duncan, put a pin in this. We're coming back to that. Um, <laughs> deal. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of, uh, I feel it's both, but I kind of feel it's more um, that we didn't, that we lost two points. Um, like, I mean, it, and not to diminish Jamaica uh, as as a as a side and the talent that they have, but um, have you have you seen this Canadian men's national team? They're on an ascendancy. As far Ooh, as I'm concerned, an ascendancy. Why was I told? As far as I'm concerned, um, Mexico and U.S. are going to be thrilled to finish second behind us. So that being said, wow, yeah. what flavor? Where where are you getting this Kool Aid, and how can I have some delivered to my house? Oh, it is delicious. Well, it started out as soup, strangely enough, but that was a couple oh, of years interesting. ago. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Is it no, tasty? It, I, I like. I I kind of feel like. Um, I mean, it was such a chippy game, such a weird little game. Like, just it was it was a different animal of a match than what we've seen against Mexico, and actually every game before that, it was just kind of scrappy stop start and 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 i realized that, that was probably a lot to do with the environment um but uh i yeah i i kind of felt like while that game didn't really necessarily look like they were going to win the game um on paper I, they they should have for all intents and purposes but yeah i admit i go i go back and forth on it whether like the sort of between the two because i think yeah a lot of it has to do with knowing what they just pulled off um at the azteca and thinking oh well if they can do that then this should be a walk but um yeah any point on the road in Concacaf is a big deal um missing players that you depend on to give your game width um to you know draw defenders that sort of thing certainly impacted how they played and so I give, I sort of give it a bit of a wash in my mind, sort of a, almost a draw, God, sorry, like a draw between the two options though. Like I do think there was an option, but we were up against a team that was desperate um, to not lose again. And yeah, I think, I don't think that there's any need to look back on that match as something terrible. I think the Honduras match is still one that, you know, everything's been much more successful since then, but I still, to me, that was a worse game, especially because it was a, it was a home game. Um, if that performance had happened at BMO again, then I'd have concerns. But anyway, we, uh, we move on and then we move on to actually, before we move on to last night, we do okay. have a question. And one of the things that was noted many times throughout the Jamaica match was not what was happening on the pitch, but what was happening on the touchline. And that is John Herdman with, was it one AirPod? Yes. Just the one. <laughs> so the question is, is what was he listening to? Now that's what you call BMP. He wanted to catch up on mm -hmm. some of our classics. Yeah. Yeah. Before, Remember, yeah. Before he took over when we were trying to help coach the team. You're right. That's oh, true. Yeah. No, like, I mean, you want some real juicy nuggets of silliness and brilliance all at once. 
Uh, now that's what I call BMP volumes one, two. Did we do three in a four? I can't remember. There. I think we did three. But either way, too much editing, too much work. Mm. Um, I yeah, I I, I don't. I've, it, maybe he was trying to uh, uh, on the fly uh, learn uh, Jamaican patois. That's maybe so he could understand what the instructions were and and and, and talking between players, and he could kind of counter with that. But uh, interesting, interesting. Uh, that's that's. I'm. I was mostly unnerved at the fact that he had one. Did he know where the other one went? I was like, yeah. Did he lose the other one? Like, and just decided to just go with it? Like, is this a new style? One of his is assistants this... is uh, is is on the other. Like, he's on the bench with the other. Is this ear. like a Jordy he's, thing? Like, he's what's controlling happening? the playlist. He's like, no, no. You, <laughs> I really need you to get into Dream Theater now. He, now listen. Really listen to this track. <laughs> like, don't you understand? I'm trying to play a game. This is this is my best, John Hurden. Like, we're trying to manage this game. It's like, no, no, no. Really listen to this, John. Like, <laughs> and he knew he would not, he would not be able to like, he wouldn't be left alone until he did. He thought, well, I've got 90 minutes. So that's what, like an album. <laughs> anyway. All right. Uh, Tony's not going. I'll uh, go up next. Um, yeah. It's uh, sort of Brev, Bev Priestman sort of tactics and motivational and what have you. Cause, you know, Better all answer. he could do is get bronze. She took him to gold. It's like, okay, yeah, we, we need, need Bev Priestman style in here to, to be making that next that leap up to the next level. So what you're saying, Duncan, is that Canada's going to make it to the 2022 World Cup and crap out and then partway through the qual- next qualifying cycle, Herdman will get fired, Priestman comes in, and 2026, glorious victory. It just makes sense. Yes. Beautiful. Yeah. I love it. And qualifying you know, really would be the equivalent of, uh, you know, getting a, a bronze medal. Sure. Um, you know, not ultimate success, but generally much more than you'd have expected. So hooray. Uh, but then, yeah, it'll all go wrong. Bring Priestman in. Boom. Win the World Cup 2026. Yep. Magic. It's just, just science. It, it really is. Logic. I, I couldn't think of it as logic. Mm. Well, you do pride yourself on your, on your logic, so yeah. Quite, yes. I think too unlimited. Is he ready for this? I'm in a Just that on loop. I don't know about you guys. Yep. Oh, yeah. um, Greatest hits. <laughs> That's just one song again and again and again. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> there was two. There was? Yeah, are you ready for this and, and Twilight Zone? Oh, yeah. God, thank you. Yeah, magic friends. Seven into really it. But I have the greatest hits. That's was like, there's other songs? It was three bucks, <laughs> three bucks in the shit pile. I had no regrets. <laughs> what I thought was interesting was like how many people were like determined that it would be like tragically hip. I'm like, That's kind of, you know. We need something with a little, and, I, yeah. and it's nothing against tragically hip. I'm not here to like shit on Gord Downey's legacy, but. She is. I'm not. She is. I am not. I was just thinking it would be something, you know, a little more with a beat. Yeah, too unlimited is good. Um, sort of Straits. to kind of go back, you know, forget it with Canada now, go back to his little sort of Newcastle sort of limits, Dyer Straits, Lindus Farm. Who else is from Newcastle? Anton um, Deck. Sure. PJ and Duncan, where they called them when they did music, I think they were. That's right. Yeah. I'm Who just knows? nodding along. Yeah, same. I'm doing Jimmy the same. Head nodding. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. What, what, what you said. I mm-hmm. completely agree with all of these options. Yes. Yeah. All right. He was in Jamaica. He was in Jamaica. I hope Eddie Grant. Oh. Rock down too. Mm. All right. He's actually took this into the, pe- the pers- people who do the opening music for that sort of Sumberland's podcast, not podcast, Sumberland's Netflix series, whatever it was. I yeah. can't remember the title of it, but you know that uh, whole thing. It's, it's you know hope they're making you proud because you now that's certainly in his head for after the Panama game. So I think that's where it came from. But really, really, he was just listening to Ted Lasso motivational speeches. Mm-hmm. Also possible. Yeah, that's 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 actually way more plausible than whatever bullshit mm-hmm. I just spewed. So. There is a sort of like super uber positive kind of Ted Lasso vibe to John Hartman. A little bit. I don't mm. know about I don't know if he I don't know if he has a sign that says believe taped up anywhere, but we also don't know that he doesn't. So we we do know that he should definitely grow a mustache. <laughs> oh my god, yes. John Herdman with a Ted Lasso mustache. That's a shoot. That's a soup strainer. Oh, oh next week. Let's let's do Canadian equivalents for Ted Lasso so everyone has time to think about it. We're not oh, doing God. it right now, but just put that in your heads, people. Listeners, too. Okay. Um, now let us turn our attention to last night's glorious victory. Capacity Stadium, eventually. Sea of Red, eventually. Um, the that whole, goal the, the, from the whole, sea of, the whole Sea of Red thing. It gets a bit wearing, doesn't it? Panama players in red. Definitely a bunch of those red shirts would have been Panama shirts. If Panama played in blue, it would have been a bit more noticeable. But only a bit more. Yeah. If El Salvador played in red, that game would have looked like a sea of red. But anyway, move on. Anyway. Duncan, don't shit on the support. Lots of people showed up. Very good crowd, indeed. Can't complain at all. It was... I, it was a pretty brilliant crowd. Like I was, I was really impressed um, by the not just the turnout, but just by the energy, and not just in the South End, um, which was crazy, but everywhere in the stadium. That was one of the best matches, atmosphere-wise, but also you know glorious victory um, that I've I've been to. Like it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's right up there in my top five. So maybe my top three. It's pretty Fair. fucking awesome. It was, it was incredible. It was the, just, just what was weird is how the vibration only got louder after they went down by one. Yes. And, and it's like, okay, this, this is a hungry crowd that knows what, like that under, that at least understands what we have. And I mean, like, like talent wise, but also potential, like legit potential. It's not think thankfully this isn't oh, we got that one guy potential. It's like we got like four guys mm-hmm. with potential. Like they could come from anywhere. And it's well, that is that's like okay. Like we all it's like we all agree. You, sorry, that one's on us. You got us. Come at us again, bro. And it didn't, they didn't, they couldn't. When you talk about like the 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 crowd, the 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 vibration, whatever the atmosphere, just getting louder. Like Tony and I were still in the parking lot, making our way to the stadium when Panama scored. 
Um, and it's, it's very interesting to be outside of the stadium, listening to the crowd and listening to crowd reactions as things are happening. And it like, you're right. It was getting louder um, because I guess Canada was trying to respond immediately, but it was such an interesting thing to hear the ebb and the flow as like things almost happened um, as, as I guess there must've been a couple chances, whatever, oh, but was it was a such shitload of chances. The first half was like, well, probably about that first... yeah. I mean, at least they up until Canada scored and even a little bit afterwards, like it was just fucking relentless. Kind of aside from the Panama goal, that was a great fucking first half. You know, they created a few chances and just the the energy they were going at the game with it's like well fucking hell and you know there was obviously a lot of controversy in there as well which really helps as far as getting a crowd going of course ref refusing to call penalties you know, what was probably one and a half and two quarter penalties didn't call any of them and there's obviously other sort of Panama time waster shit going on and everything that you'd expect so that gets a crowd going so yeah it was a very fucking enjoyable first half the whole thing. Well, we, we, we enjoyed some of, yeah, we, we enjoyed the crowd reactions for the parking lot. It was great. Um, Were you able to like be streaming the game on your phone or anything? I, 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 I did it for a little while, but one soccer was, it, it, it was being a brat. Um, and it could have mm -hmm. been just where I was, right. I just didn't have access to a good enough cell signal or whatever. Right. But uh, I was watching on two soccer. I saw it all. <laughs> And he didn't share. Reliable. Jerk. Mm. Um, Were you in the stadium for the whole game, Mark? Or? Yeah, I managed to get yeah. in probably about 10, 15 minutes before kickoff. Excellent. Yeah, well it, was, uh, it, it was uh, – we, we got incredibly lucky. I feel like there was, there was, there was one line that was uh, snaking along like almost the width of the south end, but it, it started – at the the gate cl closest to Dufferin, but it actually yeah. was an entrance closest to CN Tower, like the east mm. side. And it was, it had to be like a half to like a quarter as long as every other line. And I don't know how we found it, but we, and we did not butt in. We were the ass end of that line. We'd like double check, like, oh, okay, I guess we're just going to get into this line. And it really wasn't because we were doing math and going, oh, this is the short one. We just jumped in. Mm. And then, holy shit, like we were in the stadium within 10 minutes. Yeah. 10 oh, minutes. Okay. I'm sorry for like, everyone else. Yeah. I feel like generally people were very patient. It did seem like every now and again, you know, there's the odd sort of kind of asshole just pushing in at the front. Every now and again, like it seemed like people just sort of kind of created their own line sort of near the front and just like a few people would be there and then a whole bunch of people would just kind of like jump in sort of behind them and all of a sudden, oh, there was one big long line here and now there's two. Okay. But, uh, I do feel like generally that was a, a very sort of polite, well-behaved, queuing crowd. I feel like, you know, there's definitely potential for that to have gone horribly wrong in a way. Just, yeah, uh, no, I, yeah, everyone was in, everyone was like resigned. No one was happy that, that we were out in the parking lot, but everyone seemed in fairly good spirits. Um, mm. And the thing, and I, the thing that was sort of impressive, I think was that like, there was no staff out in the parking lot managing the lines, right? Like they didn't have anybody telling people where to queue and how to queue. It just, as Tony said, it just happened organically that, you know, it was just 
winding and turning and bending and snaking throughout the parking lot. I didn't see a single staff member until we got up to the gates. Like not one person saying, okay, it's like half an hour from where you are now. Sorry, but we're doing what we can, you know, like, and I think that's, 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 that's the, that's the blemish on an otherwise pretty perfect night. Sure. Them scoring first on their only shot, whatever, but um, is that it was pretty obvious that BMO was woefully understaffed for this. Mm -hmm. And we heard time and again that staff had been pulled from BMO Field um, for the ACC or what was it? Sorry, the Scotiabank Arena for the Leafs. As far as that goes, I uh, have like a friend who was going to be coming to this game, but then had some kind of scheduling conflict and ended up at the uh, the Leafs game. And she was like, uh, Rose was just saying something like, oh, yeah, the lines were ridiculous. She was like, oh, everything just went super smoothly uh, here at the Mm -hmm. ACC. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Doesn't surprise me, you know, priorities and all that sort of thing. But uh, yeah, because the the weird thing is as well, after you know, waiting in line so fucking long and everything, once you get inside, I needed to get food because I just gone there like straight after work and what have you. And then oh, just, the concessions yeah, thing, yeah. Within the concourse, there's barely anything. It was like the same as you know, just very regular kind of everyday. Kind of, well, it was probably similar to how it was in September when it was like half capacity things. Concourses were not full of people because because everyone was been letting so slowly. It was all very bizarre. It takes that long to get in, and then it's pretty fucking empty inside. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's and, and that that part is something that you know. Looking ahead, presumably there'll be one more match at BMO in the spring, um, and. Well, depending on how much that match matters, but it'll probably be at BMO in the spring. And then just looking forward to, you know, to other things, um, that's something they have to figure out and, 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 and fast mm-hmm. if they want to. And, and that, you know, sure, yes, things in the world may change. You may not need to barely glance at someone's vaccination receipt before you put them through a metal detector that you don't care that the red light goes off um, <laughs> and then mm-hmm. not know how to scan someone's ticket. But um, other than that, again, and it's a staffing thing, right? Like it's just, it's, it's a, it's a priority thing. And I hope, I hope that Canada soccer are pissed off and have talked to MLSE and the P and, and BMO field game ops for what happened because it was, it was a matter of, prioritizing the Leafs over Canada um, in a matter of not staffing enough. And, you know, they, they've known this match was coming for ages. This match was always going to be at BMO. And it wasn't always going to be vac- like nearly 30,000 people until like a week ago, though. That is true. That is true, Duncan. That is a fair. Which I think is the and, main problem. An even way of looking at it, which is why I'm not calling everyone horrible nasty names i know that there were issues but some of them i feel were preventable but anyway Mm -hmm. we got in eventually and we got to see that goal (laughs) it's like one of the best things ever that like ever that i have ever witnessed live i was quite happy to um just goals in general well Um, yeah i I screamed Mm -hmm. i screamed like for the like the first one the tie the tie up but then afterwards it was just 
for some reason, I just wanted to drink the whole thing in, right? Just yeah. let everybody do the screaming line. Just like, holy shit, I'm here. And this is happening. And every time when it was 2-1, when it was 3-1, that goal. And then it was 4-1, I just kept like, I just kept, I'm here. Holy fuck. I can't believe I'm here to see this oh, yeah. shit happen. This is unbelievable. So I still have my voice because... I don't know why I just wanted to get in a weird Zen state when, when shit was going down. Uh, I spent more time yelling at the ref though. Yeah. Cause he mm-hmm. was particularly fucking terrible. Yeah. And number 10 yeah. for Panama needs to go like <laughs> be found in a ditch. I don't, I don't, I'm not, I'm not implying death, but severely <laughs> injured would make me very happy. So I have no connection. Wow. I have no influence. What if that were to happen? Because his, his shithousery, I feel like, Duncan, you probably enjoyed that a little bit. Because it was spectacular shithousery. Like, any chance he could to kick away, like, a ball being set for a free kick. Or, like, a ball is about to be thrown in. Or, like, you know, they're setting up for a free kick and he's standing, like, four inches in front of him as if he's never played soccer in his life. And the ref not even trying to book him. I would have been like, I would have booked him after the second one. It's like, this is going to be a theme, right? Okay. Take this as a reminder that the next one's red. Dick, fuck <laughs> off. Just fuck off. Like, I couldn't believe it. So, um, but yeah, I still have my voice because I spent it yelling at the ref. And then when we were up 2-1, I stopped forgetting how shitty it was. It's great. <laughs> uh, agreed. With regards to the game, sort of that goal and everything, mm. I... <laughs> You know, it mm-hmm. was kind of fun to watch just from like the angle, like from that the the southeast corner uh, of uh, you know BMO Field there, because yeah, you're getting right in line with the ball, and you can kind of see it. And I don't, know, it kind of it looked out to me. So I was just mainly like, oh, well, this is fun. He's he's run after that. He's very fast. He's done something fancy, and it's like, nah, the refs let it go. <laughs> Linesman didn't call it. It's fun. Then it ended up uh, sort of being a goal and everything. But uh, yeah, as you said, that kind of looked like it was out. But yeah, it's just fun just watching him. It seemed like you could see the calculation he just had. Is like, oh, that's way over there. Is that, ah, you know, fuck it, I can get there. Let's let's actually try and run it down. It's all lots of fun. <laughs> yeah, it is. So for that match, like other than like you know, there's lots of goals. But like, so let's talk about the goal scorers because those three players um, amongst many other players on the pitch. Um, but Alfonso Davies, Jonathan, David, uh, Tejan Buchanan, massive matches, massive match from all three of them. And like Jonathan, David and Alfonso Davies clicking Jonathan, David scoring a goal um, is huge uh, to mm-hmm. get him scoring again for Canada. Uh, the yeah. return of Tejon Buchanan after having missed him for a match. And then Alfonso Davies being able to play more like to his strengths, as opposed to, again, not being able to do that when they really uh, in that match in Jamaica um, discuss. Yeah. I'm a, as a happy Jonathan David score. Cause I feel like he'd had a pretty crap, Little window, I feel like you know, game against sort of Mexico and Jamaica. Says, ah, you know, and it's just he was kind of like there upon his own. He was like rather than with Kyle Lowen as well, and just like, yeah, this is not set up. This is not. He's just not really doing anything in like these like first two games. 
Uh, don't think in the Panama game, you know, he had a chance early on. He's like, you put through, he's got a chance to shoot. And then he just passed instead. It's like, what the fuck are you doing? You're Jonathan fucking David. You're a goal scorer. You should be shooting. This guy. Um, but so, yeah, he did eventually sort of get the goal, which is a very well-taken goal for the fourth one there. So, okay, that's nice. That's good for him because all in all, mm, not a great window for that guy. Not entirely his fault, but not a great window. And then he got something so good. But I did think he played better last night. I thought he was much more involved, yeah. much more part yes. of like everything that was happening going forward, which was, yeah, like part of the whole thing to see him be more Jonathan David-esque. So. That comes a lot with, with them playing free-flowing too. Not that he struggles. Mm-hmm. That's maybe a strong word, but in the style the of the three matches, the Jamaica match was the most physically punishing mm-hmm. from the opposition. For sure. And uh, yeah, without that space that he's likely offered when he plays with his club and when Canada's at its best is where he shines. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then again, can we talk about Tejan? <laughs> sure. Just very impressive. What I like, well, the fact that there's lots to like about his game. Um, what I like is that he has been consistently good. It's not just, I don't, I think it's more than just a player getting, getting hot or having a few good games where they stand out. He has been consistently uh, influential for the Canadian men and it's definitely noticed when he's not there. And it was certainly like, again, and I'm going to, we, we talk about the Jamaica match a lot just because whatever, it was sort of like the depressing match out of the three, but um, no Tejan, no Richie Larea, um, you know, really changed uh, how the team progressed down the wings. And uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's such a difference when, um, when they're available, but especially when Tejan's available, um, really like, again, very smart player, always, always getting into the right spots or getting the ball to the right person. Like he's got a real, a real gift for seeing that. Um, and just enjoyable to, uh, as a, sorry, I was going to say as a striker, he also, um, he has uh, one advantage. I'd say he's superior in one element to a really famous striker who played in, in Toronto, Jermaine Defoe. Mm-hmm. And that he's actually met Drake. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah. There's mm-hmm. photographic proof and everything. You're right. Yeah. Huh. We better bronze, we better bronze his shoes now. Um, mm-hmm. Well, there's Is that a Drake uh, reference. Sure. Better than Defoe. Yeah. Better than Defoe. Better than mm-hmm. Defoe. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, like, and I think that the, you know, some of the subs really made a difference last night. Um, open things up in the midfield when things were getting a little too scrappy. It was just, it was a well-worked game um, by, by the coaching staff, by the team and, and that atmosphere. And not just because I'm involved in the Voyagers, but because I have not been able to help out build those flags, but a shout out to everybody 
that bought tickets to the South End that participated. A shout out to everybody that contributed to the flag fund uh, on the Voyager's website. And a massive shout out to everybody that spent hours the other night putting together flags for Jamie for driving around getting flagpoles and flags so that we could have the mass flag building party. Um, and then everyone who returned their flags. And if you didn't return your flag, you're a dick. You're a and monster. You owe us five dollars. You, you owe us five bucks. And I say Seriously. us, I mean Kristen. Because um, Kristen punches harder than I do. And I don't know. That, I'm, is, really, that is true, I'm actually. Violent. I'm not really that bummed. That's not. I mean, unless <laughs> Wait, you're number did 10 I just for get violent? <laughs> yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is a this is a sure. three eight zero because your vote doesn't count. So anyway. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I just I'd like to double down on on the props. I mean, s- seriously, that was a spectacular view, and I it didn't really matter if you were in it or were looking at it or you were watching on television. That was a absolute fucking masterstroke, masterstroke view, a million dollar view. Holy shit balls! Amazing. That's pretty great. So yeah, props to everybody involved in the Voyagers, from the from the donate those who donate to the assemblers to the corralers of material to the distributors of flags to the those waving it. You too. I mean, that 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 view was just incredible to see. And I've never, not only did I never think I'd ever see it, I never thought I'd ever see it at a Canada match. Mm-hmm. men or women didn't matter i never thought i'd see something like that and just incredible 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 amount of work and i conceptually like i saw the photo of uh on i guess it was on 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 voyager's twitter that you know all the flagpoles wrapped up yep. in the back of that truck car bus caravan truck truck thing truck van van truck like there, there wasn't like 12 in there guys. And there that means people had to assemble that. And when I realized how much, like, even if it took two minutes to build one, you're looking, you're staring at like five hours of work at least. And that's just what I could see. I, there, I assume there was more based on what I saw in the stadium. Amazing work. I appreciate all the efforts incredibly and the new scarf looks awesome. I just wanted to say that. Yeah, the new scarf does look awesome. I don't, I don't, I don't know what genius designed that scarf, it's, but I, it's I hear, a fucking thing I, of beauty. I hear that was based on the classic one, as an homage to it. I heard that too. Yeah. I don't know where I heard it from, yeah. but uh, I, I, f- I feel like I feel like that's that's the inspiration I want to kind of, you know, be adjacent, not in front of. So. I, I hope I hope that's reflected in people's uh, acceptance and appreciation and adoration. Let's be honest; it's gorgeous. Adoration it's of fucking beautiful. Said work. Okay, fine. I fucking designed it. Is that Thank what you. I was going to say. Literally, I was mid message. I was really. I was literally messaging you. Can the, I shout you out? The and... pressure was killing me. The pressure was no, killing please. me. No, please, no, seriously, give props to this man. So, anything, if you're a Voyagers member and you picked up your swag back, your swag bag at the match last night, and if you didn't, we'll mail them out. We are mailing them out. Or you've purchased a new scarf and you got a scarf and you are like loving the 25th anniversary design and the logo uh, refresh. That's all, Mark. Mark did this. 
for us because he fucking rocks and all props to you, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We love it. Everybody loves it. You are amazing. Uh, I was, I was so jealous of a friend of the show, uh, Jeff Nesker. He knows who he is. He's probably listening to this on a treadmill and he had it. And I just, I was just like, wow, that looks fucking spectacular. Like, I'm not like, I'm not, this isn't me like hyping up my own shit. I'm like, that's a good fucking looking scarf. So like, I'm, I'm, I'm proud of it. And, and I hope, I hope people enjoy it. I really do. But anyway, aside from that, he's did an amazing job. And, and like, I, Kristen knows that I appreciate their efforts that she does. And, and I, I, I know I don't get to say it to, to everybody at the top going down but honestly you guys are incredible and have been incredible for such a long time but this is if this is if this is if it takes 25 years for the coming out party to happen where you guys are on the stage that you totally fucking deserve i'm sorry it took so long but goddamn well done it's it's been a lot of work but it's been work that we're really happy to do so um we're just we're just really glad that people are responding so well and are enjoying supporting Canadian soccer in this way. And it's, it's really awesome. So thank you to everybody that has been joining us on this journey and it's just going to get better. So we're going to Qatar. (laughs) I'm not, but people might be. Um, All right. A couple more things from this match because we could just do this the whole time. But one of the things that happened during the match was Suddenly, there was some pushing and shoving in the the northwest corner, and suddenly there was players running from both benches. Well, that He's one Canadian was, was was trotting. Really, he wasn't mm. running. He was he was definitely lagging behind the others. Um, and and we're like, what is going on? Like, what is what is happening? Why why is can anyone see what's happening? And and it wasn't until afterwards um that if you haven't seen the video uh uh either from anyone but christian jack has it on his twitter feed um neil henry you should disturb you (laughs) like seriously (laughs) um if i was the panamanian player i would have been pissed off too because neil was the subs were kneeling they were stretching near the corner flag where you know panama happened to have a corner kick at the time and daniel would not get out of the way in fact pushed the player a little bit maybe more than a little bit and then stood up when confronted and what was funny to me out of all of it but what was funny to me is when things started to kick off suddenly daniel is like trying to be peacemaker i'm like dude you started this thank you for your service you know how counter panama how does it fucking feel honestly (laughs) y'all don't like shithousery when it happens to you but you're happy to be a distributor go fuck yourselves (laughs) thank you daniel anyway do watch do watch the video do watch the video um Maybe we'll put it in the show notes. We'll put it in the show notes. Mm-hmm. Um, I do kind of feel like you know, it's fun to watch. I, I enjoy uh, melees and handbags and shenanigans and all that sort of thing. So didn't know what, what was happening, but it's like, all right, yeah, fucking let's go. Let's, this is fun. 
but you know, I, I feel like it, it kind of killed off like whatever momentum like Canada had really. We were kind of like all over them, and then kind of after that, it was just kind of like nothing for the rest of the half, and kind of like started up again in the second half. But um, yeah, I don't know. I yeah, it was unnecessary. Well, yes, and, uh, stuff like that normally is, especially when you're not actually playing. Mm-hmm. Daniil. Um, anyway, um, and then, and I haven't actually had a chance to, to, to watch the video um, at the end of the match. So glorious victory. Huzzah, huzzah. Everyone is happy. Canadians anyway. Panamanians not leaving the pitch. Hmm. They seem very upset. What is going on? Why aren't the Panamanians leaving? Why are they still on the pitch? What is going on? We are trying to celebrate. And they're still on the pitch. Does, and, and I had no idea, again, until well after the match. Apparently, allegedly, Richie Larea was spit at. Spit on? Spit at? By, by, by your favorite player, uh, Mark, uh, number 10. Um, Fucking... Barsenius. So, Duncan, have you you've seen the video? You I, I saw I saw the video that um, well, Gareth Wheeler tweeted one out there. I presume that's the only okay. video that's on it. And that's the only I, video I have seen posted. Yeah, I mean, I look at that and it's like mm, that that wasn't being spit on. That wasn't um, you know Frank Reichard and Rudy Vollar uh. levels of spitting. He was like, all right, I'm going to walk away from you. As I'm walking away, I'm going to spit generally in your direction just so that you know, if the referee causes problems, I'm like, well, I was just spitting. Blah, 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 blah. You know, there was plausible deniability, but at the same time, yeah, he was clearly trying to provoke Larea. Which um, is easy to do. Yes. It was, oh, yeah. I think it was, a, again, you know, shithousery. He, I don't think he was, generally was not trying to spit on Larea. And I don't think he did, but he kind of spit in his general direction. And then, like, Larea is very ready to take offense at anything. And, you know, that is something to be taken offense at, sure. And so, yeah, yeah, I think that kind of started it. And then that just kept going right through injury time. And I guess after the whistle. And, uh, yeah, Larea, yeah, I don't know. Pardon me, I think, you know, he needs to learn to let things go and not get kind of hooked into these things. But I know maybe that's what makes him the player who he is and you know if he got rid of that it wouldn't work so who knows but this is like ah just dude that what are you doing just don't get yourself booked and because you know we said well he was spat out yes agreed that is obviously terrible disgusting what have you but why is it always Larea? it's always Larea. well i feel like and and you know we we talk about how you know he doesn't doesn't pull this as much in MLS any longer because he's not getting the calls any longer, right? Because his reputation is preceding him. Well, mm. you know, it's the modern it's 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 the modern age and there's video and you know lots of things being shared around amongst you know coaches and, and confederations and whatever. So you know you learn about your opposition if you know yeah. that Larea is the player to go after and it does seem to happen. It has happened a lot already through mm-hmm. this qualifying tournament there is always when my dad texts me oh i see richie has found his dance partner for the night and <laughs> oh that's romantic yeah. isn't yeah. it lovely i know it sounds charming mm-hmm. and 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 you know continental but um 
it, it, it is. And, and we've, we've talked about this a fair bit and some people love this aspect of Larea's game. I less so. Um, but now, yeah, he is becoming, it's, it's, it's like, and I'm sorry, I'm about to do this. Yeah. It's like in hockey, when you have the goons, right? You know who the instigator is. Well, and you know who to go bug because you know mm. who's going to get into a fight with you. And this is what's happening. So He's, he's the, the, the Canadian Felipe Martins. Uh, oh, that's an insult. Is he? He's going to like start is shit. And they know, um, you know, if you go at him, he'll react and get things going. And yeah, yeah. But, um, you know, not the worst thing in the world, but it's just like, ah, you know, you, there's important fucking shit happening right now. I mean, those things are entertaining, but if they get you yellow cards or red cards, then it's really not worth it. And, uh, yeah, and the spinning thing, yeah, I can see you're going to want to react to that. But final whistle was a good, like, 10 minutes after that, and he's still out there fucking ready to go and take Alfonso Davis is having to drag him away and spend a long time just kind of like holding him back and sort of like stop him from being able to get past him, um, which was, you know, well done, Alfonso Davis. I, that's, uh, I guess they teach good man marking at Bayern Munich. So Lorraine <laughs> could not get past him. Um, but yeah, it's like I went to let things go, Richie. Yeah, yeah. All right. So after all of that... Still, glorious victory, 4-1. Mm-hmm. Um, Canada are still undefeated in this tournament. Mm-hmm. Um, they and Mexico are the, are the only two, two teams that uh, have that in their record. So the Stop standings. The sorry? Stop the count. <laughs> so Canada comes away with five points, which we said would be, that would be good. You know, anything yeah. less than five was starting to get a little. Uh, so five, five is good. Um, so they're third in the standings, Mexico, U.S., Canada, then Panama, and then, well, everybody else. Um, oh, Jamaica won a game. There you mm-hmm. go. Um, Honduras. <laughs> you lost to them and you're bottom now. Ah. Love it. Mm-hmm. Um, really where they realistically should be, which is why that first game still rankles. But anyway, um, so that's, again, that's solid positioning after two windows. Um, Mm -hmm. The next window, November, two matches in Edmonton. Those are the only matches. They've only got two. They're both at home, uh, Mexico and Costa Rica. And we will obviously talk about those closer to. whether or not it's a good idea, whether, you know, trying to play the cold car, whatever. Everyone does need to remember that Alfonso Davies is from Edmonton and that Edmonton is also one of the cities that is likely to be hosting at least one World Cup match in 2026. There are reasons these matches are there. Mm-hmm. It's So just to interrupt, you talked about Alfonso Davies there, and before we move on to November, to go back to October. um, Yeah, I'd like to say um, sorry and thank you to Bayern Munich and Ah. to Lille as well. But uh, yeah, Davies and David both played pretty much 
the, the vast majority of three games in a week. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have anything important happening, do you? No. 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 You'll be, be good to let them go in November, right? Yeah, that's uh, fine. But, uh, oh, yeah, I, 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 yeah, if Alfonso Davies doesn't go to those matches. <laughs> well, he, he will, but uh, yeah. I know. You, you but will he play as much? Munich Maybe was, not. Uh, was super thrilled that... Uh, Thursday, Sunday, Wednesday. He's playing pretty much all of those. Probably wasn't Bayern, exactly the plan. Bayern will be thrilled when they look at the November weather in Edmonton. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everything will be fine. Um, but what a what a great what a, what a good first two windows. Like what a good tournament so far mm-hmm. for this squad. And I am so happy that we all got to experience last night's match, that we were all there and we had the opportunity to be there and just be part of it. Yes, I, that was a uh, very, was very enjoyable game. I was hyper all day. Mm-hmm. As you should have been. As I you kept apologizing been. to my coworker. I'm like, I'm very sorry. I'm very hyper today. <laughs> I just hope if they get really close to qualifying, they manage to uh, schedule that final match in Newfoundland. Uh, King George? Yeah. King George V? Is that what it was? Something like that, yeah. Uh, Let that happen. That's going to be more convenient for the European-based players. Sure, yeah. Like yeah, it, cuts, it cuts so Gander, much time off the, off the flight, yeah. yeah. All the flights stop in Gander. I've seen Indiana Jones. It's true. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, it is it is very likely that that last match will be in Toronto. But who knows? It might if it it really will depend. You know what? It will depend on how much that match matters, and if it's if 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 that is a they need it, it'll be in Toronto. If it's more of a we're in a good place, it'll probably be somewhere else, and that's just the reality. So it's the second last match in end of March is against is, is Canada home to Jamaica. And then the away match is uh, away to Panama to end the, end the tournament. Um, so we'll see, but that is months and months and months away. Um, but yes, God damn, that was fun. Yeah. Mm. Um, one very quick thing before we leave Canadian footy and move on with the rest of the show. <laughs> Because apparently we're going to talk about some other things. Why, um, Why do we do this? I don't know. Because yeah, okay. I, I, I think it's up. a good idea when I write it and nobody stops me. So. I don't stop Can't stop it. stop, Kristen. Anyway, um, Jordan Heidema, mm-hmm. Canadian women's national team player, uh, who plays for PSG, has in her time with that club, and she's still very young, but still, but she's incredibly talented, but she's been very... She's mostly often missing from the lineup. She's usually a sub. She comes on, doesn't get a ton of minutes. It's been a little bit of a struggle for her, which is too bad because she is talented. You want to see her play. Um, Well, she started their Champions League match um, the other day and uh, scored three goals in 17 minutes. Uh, well, you know what? She's going to have to work harder if she wants more regular. <laughs> she wants I'm more playing time. Yeah. Like, I mean, <laughs> you know what? Like, I mean, I expect a little more from Jordan. And I mean, I wish she could just 
you know, get whatever her off field shit is together and focus on her game. And just like, 17 minutes. That's, that's an exceptionally long time. This is basketball, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. This is, you got to do better. Got to do better. If you're going to play Hooper ball. Anyway, it was great to great to see um, great to see her getting, you know, getting an opportunity to start in a match, but really making the most of her chance. Um, and hopefully that translates into more playing time during uh, PSG season, not just during their Champions League play. Um, but I just wanted to give that a shout out because it's uh, it's pretty big. Yeah, you holy know? shit. That's, that's mm-hmm. incredible. And I wonder if you know how it really feels to be left outside alone when it's cold out here. Well, maybe you should know just how it feels to be left outside alone, to be left outside alone. I tell you all my life I've been waiting for you to bring a fairy tale my way. Been living in All right, it's time for a little bit of world footy. And I just, I I felt like we had to at least briefly discuss this. And um, who knew that uh, uh, Bulgaria, mm. the control for the Bulgarian FA was just fraught with drama and backstory and that, Berbatov is trying to take it over. Um, the whole story just sort of struck me as a bit comical, but uh, I yeah. guess uh, I don't see Berbatov as a sort of administrator guy. Uh, he kind of looks like one. More of a. I, I mean, he, he was... always looked like one. By the way, too, it's not like just a now thing that he's become an elder statesman. Air quotes. He always looked like he was like, you know. Kind of an office nerdy guy. Really? More like, a, like a cigarette model. Yeah, temperamentally. Oh, okay, if you were going to go like 20s, 30s, yeah, sure, I totally yeah. see that. But like nowadays, it's just, it's like, you were a striker? Really? I don't believe you. He could show me the video <laughs> and still be like, I, well, to I be, could be you, I guess. To be fair, he looked like a cigarette model while he was playing. Also <laughs> true. true. Like his casual strolling around. And then just, you know, oh, okay, I'll score. That's amazing. I kind of associate him being you know, a bit sort of hot-headed and what have you at times as well. But yeah. Very droll, very uh, blunt. And is, uh, he, he'll make an interesting uh, character if uh, he gets control. He's uh, not shy in uh, saying what's on his mind. That's classic. Sort of administrator of what have you out here. That's that's exactly what we need. Yeah. But the, nitty, but the but the nitty gritty paperwork side of of being an FA president. Yeah, I can't. He, he make a good figurehead, but uh, yeah, we'll see. They, you know, superstar players from they they rarely make transition well into these kind of roles. I mean, look at. I mean, the only one I can really compare him to really is. Uh, 
What's his jobs in France? Platini? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he, it went well for a while, I guess. He, he got a long way and then it all, oh, yeah, you're shit, aren't you? Yeah. But, you know, he had a good career. Yeah. Well, the whole, yeah, the whole thing, though, it's, it, it is a bit weird when you look at the guy he's trying to replace who technically was in charge and then wasn't, well, not technically, he was, uh, what is it, Mihailov, um, who, like, was resigned uh, after there was, you know, a, a racist in, in incident um, in a Bulgarian match versus uh, England where what? Bulgarians racist I know where what? fans were you know <laughs> a lot of racist abuse directed at England's black players and after that he resigned and there was a temporary president but somehow an election wasn't held and there wasn't like an actual acceptance of the resignation because almost two years later Mihailov was back in power. Match. And that's, I think, where <laughs> it's sort of, it all starts to go a little bit weird. And I think, you know, whatever, good, good, good on Berbatov, I guess, for wanting change. But he's not the only one. There are other people challenging. He's just, you know, he's the best known and has a couple other, you know, Premier League players, you know, on his, on his team, as it were. Um, so yeah, does he, it's, have, does he have the bald guy from the 1994 World Cup? Oh God, Bulgarian football to me. I mean, without that oh, guy, you don't like know. It's, it's, it's got, they're all they're all Petrovs. So mm. pick a Petrov. Mm. Um, and then the revolution is 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 the revolution is here is their slogan. Um, anyway, a lot of lot of lot of need for change apparently in the the bulgarian fa and it sounds like that is true um it was just sort of it was just such an interesting story so there's a good guardian article about the whole everything the history of it and uh Lechkov, that's his name yeah oh yeah I just go. google bulgaria bald 1994 <laughs> <laughs> i hope i hope that tabloid that tabloid headline for this is sophia's choice TFC top time. Yay. I know. Yes. So we're still waiting on the infamous Javinko signing because apparently it's happening, but obviously if it is happening and it seems like it is, whatever it's happening in the off season. Cause of course they can't do it now. One, they don't have the money Two, they will need something for season seat holder retention once the season is over. Um, and apparently that's going to be it, but the latest rumor, it's just, I don't know. It's, 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 uh, I love how this happens. Um, who was it? Do they see this? Is it the same agent? Is that what it is? I think so. Is it, 
Is it is it Seba's agent that was Damico or whatever his name is? Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. So um, apparently, uh, Insigne is in talks to <laughs> to come to TFC. Sure, heard a lot of good things. Why not? <laughs> like really, I, Tony? Have, have you seen him in Yorkville yet? Yes, yes. Tony's our Tony's our bellwether for this sort of thing. Can't, can't say I have no. No, well then, forget no. it. It's all false. Yeah. I mean, you know, people are people, people are still wear masks. It's possible. Mm, good oh, point. good point. It's really it's really hurt the industry. I could see. Yeah, I, I bike that kind of like Yorkville adjacent almost every day. I can't say I've seen anyone there either. Oh. Yeah. We have two spotters on the loose now. Yes. Yeah. Neither confirmed. Dunk's like mm. one of those, uh, you know, mobile paparazzis, the ones that get around on the bikes. And... <laughs> yes. Duck down and ride down alleys and that sort yeah, of thing. Chase, yeah. them, chase them down in their cars. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Too soon. Um, <laughs> it's, it's not really. I know it's not. <laughs> it had to be years. said. It's been a while. <laughs> um all right but it, it, there seemed to be quite the quite the positive response and i i find myself other than the fact that it's not happening kind of like sure i don't know enough i, I don't follow his game enough or the team he teams he plays for you know so i find myself solidly meh. solidly be, meh yeah like not no. in a not neither a positive meh or a or a or a negative meh. I, I it's a very yeah, but it's, it's also very premature with the you know there's a lot of things to sort out with the current DPs and stuff before you really seriously start talking about oh yeah another one for sure for sure. But it was fun to have TFC named in a in a big player rumor again. Sure, know? why not? It has been a while since those days. It has, it has. I, I kind of miss that. So I, I feel that like this, this could be a, rotting. Yeah, this could be a sign of a of a of a lots of fun in the off season, depending on what your definition of fun is. True. Um, speaking of potentially high profile TFC players, um, although one currently not playing, like most of our DPS, uh, Io Akinola, who unfortunately was injured um a few months back and had his season end after he was rounding very nicely into form uh also had elected to start playing for canada in fact he was injured in his first ever start for canada we're sorry um anyway he was named to the annual 22 under 22 uh list uh in mls which is great and i think well deserved to see him to see the the effort the work he put in um up until that injury and in the past but especially in this last year because he was again really starting to come into his own um to see him make the list i think is great and is a good um recognition of of the talent that's there so congratulations well done and he's uh-huh. and he's and he's not the bottom of the list. He's number seventeen. <laughs> Somebody, there's there's, what's that? Five worse than him. <laughs> exactly. I mean, it's still the top. It's still the top. I understand. And, you know, it's it's presumably harder to be making the list now. I mean, you know, back when there was only 
you know, 11 or 12 teams in the league. So every team can have like two players or something or whatever. No. Now there's like, well, <laughs> now 20, like 50 teams. So 30 teams. Uh, how many teams are out in the league? Track. I genuinely don't know. No, it's like, oh, okay, not everybody gets one. So hooray. That's, uh, it feels like, uh, it feels like a, it comes in the pamphlet with uh, a potential new MLS ownership. Not everyone gets one. <laughs> you know, you know you, top draft pick, not everyone gets one. It's fair. Designated player, not everyone gets one because you're cheap. Just little yeah. things like that. <laughs> um, so, yes, congratulations, Io. Hopefully we, your recovery is speedy and complete. And we see you next spring. Um, TFC, believe it or not, are still playing games. That's right. They are. And they play this weekend at BMO Field, where tens of people will probably be attending. Um, The staff will have a much easier time of it this Saturday than they did last night. (laughs) Um, Taking on... What is, you know, what in the short time they've been in the league, I think a bit of, you know, I think it's safe to say a, a bit of a rival in Atlanta, um, if only because Atlanta is annoying. And um, Atlanta, you know, having, what did I say, a middling season, not a great season, not the worst season. Uh, what are they well, just I outside mean, of the playoffs? By their standards. Of course, yes. Ugh, failure. Utter, abject failure. Well, have they fired a coach lately? <sighs> Give it time. True. They, they, they don't finish top two or whatever. I don't know what kind of lofty ambition What's-His-Face owner has for his burgeoning side project. What's-His-Face owner? Is uh, Cl- blank? Thank you. I was like Clark? No. It's, I know it's short. Yeah, it's blank. But anyway. Yeah. Anyway, so Atlanta are coming to town. They are just outside of the playoffs, just behind uh, the Cheesemakers, who are next week's opponent, um, and have been, you know, on an okay-ish streak. You know, they either win or they lose. So they've won three of their last five. They lost their last match. Um, Toronto, been on a better streak. Um, They've won four of their last five. Uh, won the last two, you know, got a little momentum going. Players rested. As far as I could tell, nobody got injured. Sorry, so, Reyes seem so okay. Far. Schaffelberg's all right. Kamar Lawrence is all right. So no one got injured, sorry, on international duty. Let's, let's, that's, that's, that's be more specific. Who knows who's going to get injured in practice next? Mm-hmm. There'll be some sort of hamstring strain somewhere. Mm. Um, but, uh, Atlanta doesn't usually have very good luck when they play in Toronto or so there's that as a positive sign, so to speak. Um, I think, I think Toronto, whatever are going to have more of a, more of a time of it, you know, again, they've got a little bit of momentum. Some of the players that are playing for contracts, I think have suddenly, started to realize that and are very much working on upping their game. Whoops. Um, Phone that in all season. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Seriously. It took a while, didn't it? You know, you don't have, your jobs aren't all guaranteed, right? Yeah. I I wonder how many times their, their, their agents had to call them to 
get him like, you know, you know, you're not, this isn't guaranteed money. If you, they, they cut you, you know that, right? It's not how this works. I'm a terrible agent. I got you a horrible contract. <laughs> they don't like it there, but if you want to move somewhere else, it's probably best to, to look like you're actually worth buying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Might be a good idea to, you know, the, run a little bit. Swedish Elsvenskin, they have standards, you know. So <laughs> think of, keep that in mind when you're trying to sign for AIK or Hammerby or I can't. I don't know. Malmo, whatever. Anyway. Yeah, yes, yes, then. Um, anyway, so, but of course, like mostly when you think of Atlanta, you know, we think of the playoffs, um, that sort of thing. So there is, you know, there is a, there is a bit of a history. Now, the, again, the makeup of the teams is quite different. Although Joseph Martinez, you know, now that there's been a coaching change at Atlanta, he's back playing. Um, appears to have, again, returned from international duty, I think, unscathed, as did... Soteldo, although still don't know what happened with Soteldo and the drama with him not playing something about discipline. I don't know. If anyone ever has figured out what, it, what the whole deal was or even cares, let us know. Um, Probably something to do with power tools. Mm, I've seen mm, those ads. That seems fair. They're comical. I mean, I love that they exist. I, don't I care. love Reg- those ads so Regardless much. of who's in it. I'm, I've always felt like we need more schlocky advertising and that well, is almost a, it's borderline adorable. Well, what that's what I call it's them adorable, but awful, I think but adorable. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's cheese. It's absolute well, fucking yeah. cheddar. It's so I good. think I said to somebody, I said, I think I've watched crazy people too many times because yeah. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. It took a second. Yep. yep. I know. Sony. Boney. No. Oh, what was it? Was it buy a Porsche? You'll get more blowjobs. For that the men tagline? who like hand jobs. That's it. For men who like hand jobs. That's right. Volvo, oh. boxy, but nice. I just wanted to sob. Just one sob. Oh, I love that movie so much. If only for the advertising part. But anyway, um, but that's what I liken it to. You know, let's just be super obvious with our commercials. Why wouldn't the players show up in their uniforms? Because of course they would. That's great. I love it. <laughs> we are clearly advertising for ourselves. Therefore, it's good. I, 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 in that sense, I appreciate a good, cheesy, adorable, lay it all out there, you know, obvious commercial. So it's good. Uniform is an important thing for a worker, Kristen. It's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You need to be turning up in proper work clothes, proper construction, construction. Yes. yes. <laughs> Steel toe boots for the kicking the ball around afterwards and everything and uh, all that sort of thing. Yeah. It's only, yeah, it's only right. Um, all right. So TFC again, playing for a little, you know, playing for some pride down the stretch. Um, obviously, the only other thing they're playing for is is uh, Voyager's Cup, which is coming up in a few weeks. Um, but MLS matches, it's just trying to get off the stay off the bottom, maybe gain a couple more spots. Um, and yeah, again, there's some players obviously playing for contracts. So uh, player to watch from Atlanta. Damn, Jurgen. Oh. 
taking away the obvious ones, Cubo Torres. Oh, I keep forgetting that. Yeah, no, that's a good one. That's a really, that's a really good shout. I can't believe he's still a thing. I mean, I'm happy I that he is, but I'm, <laughs> I still can't believe he's still somehow a thing. still a thing. Yeah. Um, I, 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 I've been quietly watching Brad Guzan last, like, because I expect every game oh. to be the last game he ever plays. Because uh, he's so old, and you know it's nice. Because um, he's so old. Yeah, um, yeah, Brad Guzan. Because um, I like comedy. Uh, Ezekiel Barco, because annoyingly good. Is he? And yeah, I feel like he was supposed to be. Is he actually playing and doing well? Like well-ish for Atlanta, he's doing well. How's that? Mm-hmm. Okay. Because they're not having a very good season, but mm-hmm. he's not been terrible he's he's not been uh it's it's in fewer goals but more assists so yeah i mean i i can't say i've watched an atlanta game all year so who the fuck knows but i just have in my head that oh Oh, yeah no he he didn't like run in and take Mm. over like you may have expected or hoped but face has been a disappointment (laughs) uh predictions two two all right. Reasonable. Mm. I'm going to go 3-2 mm. for Toronto. Oh. And Guzan doesn't retire after this match due to injury, but mental breakdown. Mm. <laughs> Mark woke up and shows violence today. Listeners, I don't know if you've noticed this, but... Fuck Panama number 10, okay? You know, <laughs> I just... I was fine until I remembered all the shit he did. And like, fuck. Oh, so listen to some Lip Biscuit got really angry. It's like, it was great. Oh, Mark's all aggro. That's what it is. Yeah. Tony, score prediction? 1 uh, 1 with enough positives that Javi can keep, you know, saying how they've kind of like started playing good football. 2 uh, 1, Toronto. All right. Great. A little, uh, a little, a little interesting tweet floated across my timeline uh, on the weekend while I was at my parents for Thanksgiving, and uh, that is that. Hey, I didn't see them for an entire year. I'm taking every holiday with them I possibly can. Name dropper. Um, yeah, for sure. Uh, Drew Moore, who I think we still miss a bit here. <laughs> defensive solidly (laughs) okay we miss him a lot please come home drew i still think think beta sure is coming too so well you know they're they are they do they still play on the same team look at that's great robin fraser look how that's working out for you um drew moore 400 games that's that's amazing 400 Mm -hmm. games oh god so congratulations to Drew Moore for 400 games. Um, if you haven't watched the, if you get a chance to go to the Colorado Rapids Twitter, um, watch the little congratulatory video, which I, not the longer sort of here's Drew Moore's career, but just, you know, mostly like players, uh, you know, uh, teammates and stuff wishing him well. But what I found hilarious about the initial video that they put out is that, the first three people who talk about him and congratulate him are Robin Frazier, mm-hmm. Stephen Betashore, mm-hmm. and Clint Irwin. Mm-hmm. All former teammates. 
teammates as coach. All former, all former TFC though. I just thought it was funny that they lined up all the TFC people right off the bat. That's the start of the video, and then there's like two other players. Isn't and that, then, like, that, that's that's half of Colorado's squad though, isn't it? From a TFC, I know base. it that's is. That's right. It's TFC West. I'm, I'm the, well aware. I just thought it was the end of the human caterpillar. I know, but I just thought it was. I, centipede jesus yeah. <laughs> that's fine back that's in fine. back into the human eel i don't know whatever <laughs> but i was just wondering i was just oh, thinking wait, like wait. when they were making the video if it was deliberate let's put all the tfc guys together you know <laughs> this video fair. needs credibility let's get yeah. all the tfc <laughs> guys when they were good <laughs> 400 grams is so very impressive to be fair 200 of those jesus was carrying him yeah oh yeah so he, he preserved footsteps. So yeah. prolonged career. Makes mm-hmm. sense. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. Is that a show? That's a show. Holy shit. Yeah. I know. We're done. Mm. Not bad. Not bad at all. Congratulations. That is, that is not going to get you through a BMO field queue. No. no. Almost. You'll be within, cool. you'll, you'll be facing the stadium at oh, least. That's nice. Yeah. You'll you have turned like five corners and well, able yes. to see the stadium oh, no. now. When, we, when okay. we were finally facing the stadium and on like the, the home stretch, as it were, I was expecting like another bend to just spring up in front of us somewhere because <laughs> I didn't believe that we were actually heading towards the stadium. Congratulations. So. You are now in line. What? Yes, exactly. <laughs> oh, you were, we were just pre-lining. Sorry. Oh, nice shout. That's good. Um, all right. Well, that has been our show. Um, we are a very happy uh, Voyagers. Uh, Voyagers. We are very happy Voyagers. Very happy Vocal Minority Podcast panel post Canada win. Um, thank you for listening. Please join us next week when we talk about TFC. Sorry. Um, more TFC. CanPL. We're going to talk about some CanPL. Oh, oh, um, we're going to talk about the women's national team because oh, their so the celebration tour begins next weekend, and we'll see what else is happening in the world of football that we wish to discuss. I have been joined by the entire Vocal Minority Podcast panel to be found out there on the Twitters at Duncan D Fletcher, Mr. Duncan Fletcher. Woo! Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all the tweet machines at Malarkey FC, Mr. Tony Walsh. Ow. Are you okay? It wasn't um, ow, it was an ouch. It was an ow. <laughs> ow. Oh, there we go. Uh, out there on the tweets at Kitnerd Mark with a K, not a Q, Mr. Mark Hinckley. Yeah. Also, I'd like to <laughs> thank everybody uh, for uh, your continued support via Patreon. We absolutely appreciate it. We have shirts. They're still on his Azzle store, and that link still exists on our website. Go check it out. See what Tony did. You know, they're nice. And uh, lastly, I would like to say uh, a, 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 a bigger thank you to uh, Canadian soccer in general. Um, my wife was never more engaged in a football match. Uh, and that probably includes when Toronto won the cup, which is amazing. Um, and uh, she, this morning, was making uh, ob- observations. Uh, there was a, in, in the chat when I woke up uh, between the two of us, she goes, oh, gee, that's own goal, right? That means Panama only scored in the first half. I'm like, okay, that's that's kind of funny that they scored two goals in the first half and she caught that. So um, 
<laughs> yeah. Um, uh, look out for my wife's football-based comedy tour. I'm, I'm, I'm waiting. I'm waiting. Coming She's to, let, let, let us know when she wants to join the podcast. Or a long lineup near you. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Uh, thank you for ma- turning her further into football supported him. So I appreciate that. Brilliant. Uh, as for me, you could find me on the internet. Yes, the entire internet at KZ Knowles. I have been your host, Kristen Knowles. And until next week, Canada, get used to this. Remember last night when uh, Rolando Blackburn came in and we were riffing on Rolando Blackman? Yes. yes. And I was uh, going on how I thought he was from Haiti. Yeah. Fucker was from Panama. <laughs> Full circle. And until next week, Canada, get used to this. That's not the line. Impossible. Don't care. Mm-hmm. Yep. Fuck it. Hit us with a live. <laughs> that is not trademarked. Yeah. That's not us at all. Uh, yeah, is the show even over? Yes. <laughs> Thank you. You're ready yeah. for it. I, no, that's not how the. Yeah. And next I just said it. And, oh. and, and, and uh, until next week, Canada, get ready for this. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that'll get us sued. Who knows? Ruined. <laughs> <laughs>